You're listening to an artist interview from Chirp Radio. You can find more interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcast. Hi, and thanks for listening. This is Marjorie Alford here virtually with rapper Heavy Crowns. Yo, what's good? What's good? So you go by Heavy, which is not your given name in your day-to-day life, and Heavy Crowns when you rap. Is there a line you draw between these two? No, no, no. Heavy uh, heavy is just, you know, short for, you know, the whole, my full name of Heavy Crowns. But that name in itself does have a, a meaning for sure. It's uh, derived from the saying, heavy is the head of the king that wears the crown. Basically, you know, to uh, speaking to leadership and the responsibilities that come with being a leader. So that's pretty much what I draw from with the name. Perfect. I love it. No problem. No problem. Last year, you released Agriquan Set Volume 1, and you just wrapped up Volume 2. Mm-hmm. How Agriquan means? So, uh, Agriquan is a term that I created from two different words. Agriculture. I believe that I make agricultural music. I use beats as a landscape to plant seeds of ideas in the mind of listeners to grow over time. And then Quan is a term that encompasses four principles, community, respect, love, and wealth. So the agra is the delivery style. The quan is the content. Agra, quan, is basically how I would brand what I do when I get on beats. So agra, quan, volume one is an introduction into that. And agra, quan, volume two basically just goes deeper into it. Community. This is for a call. We gon' need your time and need your dollars, dog. I can feel your energy is good, so I applaud. Linking like some Cubans, but we African and hung. DS for a truly, so it's lighter to us. If you got the heart for it, then we can build it up. In the song Community Garden, you have the call Uchi Wally Wally, Uchi Wally Wally, which is incredibly infectious. Tell me about this phrase. So basically, it's. Um... <laughs> Yo, that's funny. I, I I like that question. Basically, it's from it's an old to Nas has a song Uchi Wally Wally Uchi Bang Bang, and it's just a nice onomatopoeia. It just sounds good for that very reason. Just like it did on that track when they did it, it would produce the same effect on this one. That it does. Yeah, you can't help but sing along to that part. <laughs> That's love. You use a lot of rich, meaningful samples in your music. How do you find what fits? So a lot of that is attributed to my producers that I work with. They understand we sit and we discuss, uh, you know, what, what I'm looking for. They know me and know that I do love the soul that I, that is in samples. And so they put it together, man, and I just uh, plant the seeds. Where does a song begin for you? I have to say, the song begins for me with the life that I live. As soon as I wake up, an experience. Once I experience life, the song starts, if that makes sense. All of my music is a reflection of my life and my experiences, things I've learned and things I'm currently learning. Yeah, and just then transcribing it into pen and pad on my phone and then throwing it on the mic. Your music promotes community involvement, and you are so much more than a rapper. Tell us about your other endeavors. So right now, I'm currently the uh, manager of operations uh, for Restorative Justice Street Brand, Trap Out Chicago. 
I'm also a creative director and a visual artist. So, and on top of that, like you said, to go further, um, I do serve in the community at Trap Out Chicago. We serve our community in a multitude of ways, from food giveaways to school supplies to mentorship to peace circles, where we activate the restorative justice mindset. So, yeah, those are like so many other different things that I do outside of music. And you're a teacher turned rapper philanthropist. What sparked this major life? change yo that's funny I, I like how you heard that so i was so i basically all been the same end and just different means it's always been the end is, goal has always been to inspire instead of young people and oppressed people and lost people hurt people serve those people inspire those people i tried to start first through teaching Realize that, you know, um, I can inspire 30 in the classroom, but I can inspire a million on the stage with the same message. And then outside of that, with the money that I make from living this life, I can then help generate funds and income into my community and really help revitalize it, restore it. When did you first start creating music? I, first, I wrote my first rap at 10 for my school's winter recital. Yeah, that was the first rap I ever wrote. And then by 12, I was having, I was writing raps in notebooks with me and my friends. And have you always gone by Heavy Crowns when writing or did that come later? Oh, no. Heavy Crowns came much later, much later. My goodness. <laughs> yeah, I went through a series of names that I'm not going to mention right now. <laughs> but for sure, I went through a lot. Yeah, Heavy Crowns came much later. So we're going to imagine it's summer 2023. Where is Heavy Crowns? Man, that's nice. Heavy Crowns is recording studio in Oakland for a few days before heading elsewhere for a video shoot and then back to Chicago for a little while before hitting the road again for a couple shows and some meetings that aren't happening in Chicago. Yeah, uh, we got Trap House Chicago, Trap House in other cities, and I'm a text away from the people that are working in the store at that time, making sure everything and the operations are going smoothly. How did the hiccups of 2020 affect the trajectory of your music? It, it affected it greatly, actually. It, I said it did everything for my music. It allowed me to sit down and just really reflect on what was most important to me, what was most valuable to me, the power of grace, just the relationship with the Most High. It just it gave me time to just really funnel all of the new things I was learning and experiencing into my music and then into my rebrand. So 2020 was in a way like a cocoon, you could say. And I came out different. The same but different. And my music was just going further into where it already was, but just a more definiteness of understanding, I think. Yeah, it was a wild year, but it brought us together. Yes, it did. So it's only brought us together, emphasized community for me in a new, fresh way. Man, 2020 did a lot. It really did. It was a hard year, but it was a good year. And mm. and we got volume one and Agriconcept volume one was like one of my albums last year. There's definitely <laughs> Top five. Man, thank you. Thank you. I love to hear it. I can't wait to hear that too. So without live music, how do you interact with your fans? Man, I'm quite theatrical when on stage. I'm not I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I, I I'm really I really work the stage, you know. I make a lot of eye contact. I'm not afraid to jump on things if need be. But I've been learning to kind of find a balance because just trying to want to manage my energy better when I'm on stage. But I have performed with live bands also, though. That's always cool. What do you feel sets your sound apart from other artists? 
Well, one, I've just been blessed to have a, a unique voice that can't be, you know, mistaken. But other than that, it's just the way that my content, after the unique sound of my voice, it's just my content, what I choose to rap about, the lingo that I use, the words that I come up with, things like that. They That's really what sets me apart. Get your hustle on. Don't stop till your money long. Until they switch the tempo of the song to the one that you be marching on. They yell a lot from the bleachers, but won't play along. Do you have any advice for up-and-comers who want to do what you've done? Take some time to learn self. There's a such thing as your highest truth. That's the truth that you hear deep down inside that you ignore due to societal pressures or your friends or your family. And take time to get to know yourself before you start doing this art called rap. If you're going to do it seriously for monetary gain and because whether you want to or not, you are a role model. So, yeah, just take time to know your truths when, when rapping. It'll make things a lot easier for you. Is there anything we haven't talked about that you'd like your fans to know about your music or your other projects? Our concept volume 2 is coming out. I'll have a surprise tape that may come out before AS3 that I'm not going to say the name, but be on the lookout for something crazy that's just going to come from left field. Really, really left field, but it's going to be amazing. Come say hi to me at Trap Out Chicago, located at 1418 West Division right now in our second store, Concept Store 3. We're still building out, remodeling Concept Store 2 on 79th at College Grove. Yeah, that's pretty much what's at the forefront. Oh, how could I not? Really quickly, so me and four of my, uh, three of my colleagues, we, in the year of 2019, this is really crazy, and I don't know if I ever told you this, but we went on a 27-city national tour in a minivan with our own money, locked in venues from our own personal networks to do coloring sessions with coloring, peace circles, and live performances based around the Red Summer Race Riots of 1919. In Chicago, a black boy by the name Eugene Williams was stoned to death while on a raft at the beach for crossing the imaginary boundary line from the white beach to the black beach. Police were called and they didn't arrest anyone. Riots for three to four days ensued here in Chicago. We sat down and thought about this and just thought about how the boundaries we set on each other and people and differences that are really imaginary. So we're going to get in this van. We're going to cross these boundary lines. And we're going to touch on people. We're going to tell them about the system. We're going to tell them about who we are. Hug on them. Love on them. And we're going to perform in 27 cities. And hold peace circles. 27 cities. And so we did that. And we had it documented. So a document. We have a document. We have a film coming out. A documentary on it. On the whole experience. It's called The Red Summer Project. So be looking out for that as well. I have been lucky enough to sit in on some of your peace circles. Could you, could you describe a peace circle to the listeners? So a peace circle is really a power circle, and it's about activating the power of honesty. It's what people come into a circle and establish set values for the circle, give people the power to speak, and people the power to listen to others, share perspectives, and then hold place and space for accountability, resolve, and understanding. And once the peace circle is ended, people come out uh, feeling stronger, feeling taller, feeling wiser, feeling loved. So it's a, it's a beautiful method, and it sounds simple, but there's a technique to it. I love streets, okay. To me, they're beautiful. From concrete, see the walls like botanical. The OGs told me anything was possible. Thanks for listening. This has been Marjorie Alford with Heavy Crowns. Yo, and this is your truly Heavy Crowns, the 6th representative. I'm here. 
with Marjorie and Chirp Radio. It's been love. It's been love, man. See you song. This has been an artist interview from Chirp Radio. You can find more interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts.